Hey everyone, Pat Masidi, 4.36 to be exact, here on the Gold Coast. And I'm just waiting for people to come on in because I need your help with this one. Um, this today, well two things happened today. One, really, I was so happy this morning when I heard from my great friend Alexandra Marshall that, you know, we got a shout out in... Um, the uh, Spectator magazine. Great to see you here, Mark Champ. Thanks for watching. And um, and I was so overjoyed. As many of you know, I've been saying that we're going up to Alice Springs. And to be honest, the reception has been mixed, as I expect. Look, I know I'm a polarising figure. I know that. Um, but it seems to me, thanks, Ted, and thanks, Daniel, for watching, that what I experienced today for the last few months I've been working with a wonderful Indigenous leader up there. She is a godly woman, Pastor Sherry, a godly woman who is not only a great Christian leader, great woman of God, great prayer warrior, great servant of the people up there, but also one of the leaders of one of the largest tribes, Indigenous tribes. When I said I had a heart to go to Alice Springs, she came to me the next day and said that they were praying and that they felt God was going to bring some of his generals. Now, I by no means am saying I'm a general. That's not what I'm saying. But it's interesting that that very same night, I was woken up at about 2.30 a.m. with this burden to go to Alice Springs. Well, you would not believe the amount of closed doors. Now, I could mention a couple of one pastor's wife from my former movement who raised issues about my past as if they don't have any past. That, 20 years ago, give me a break, but I'm not going to get into that. Then I get asked, can we do it, Pat, would you be able to do it in a Thursday night meeting just to gather our group, our tribe, our Indigenous people? I said, sure, absolutely, happy to do it. Matter of fact, let me get some Facebook up, ads up there, or not ads, but some posts up there, and see if we can get a crowd. This afternoon, this great one of God, Pastor Sherry, calls me and says that basically the Flynn Memorial Uniting Church, who is pastored by, well, I don't know if you call it pastor anymore, whatever they call themselves, the head of the board, decided to cancel the meeting. Watch this. Because of my prosperity doctrine. So I do the right thing. Firstly, I was going to take to social media. But I thought, no, let's just do the biblical thing. I go and I dial the digits. And, of course, the minister of the church picks up. I tell her why I'm calling. She says to me, well, Pat, I don't know you. I said, well, Sherry knows me. I said, I find it interesting that, that Paul can be introduced to the, uh, to the body of Christ by third parties, Anesimus, Timothy, and we have an Indigenous leader here who is one of the leaders in the community wanting me to come up to help the Indigenous, possibly a drug rehabilitation centre, possibly setting up a long-term leadership program for the young Indigenous. And the best thing, the reason you cancel me is because 
I'm a prosperity preacher. Yet this woman yesterday took her Facebook out, gets up and says, Jesus wants us all to live in abundance. <laughs> Drop the mic. Then on top of it, they're on their Facebook trying to raise three and a half thousand dollars. I don't know how long ago it was to finish their building. If there's a message you need out there right now, it's that one of prosperity. 2,375 times God says he wants to bless, increase you. And by the way, the Bible says that the gospel is good news to the poor. But the problem with the uniting church in this country, not all, because there's some great move of God. They have been so in love with progressive culture, wokeism and government handouts, they don't want the indigenous people to be free. Now, I'm going to tell you the conversation I had. Because it was, to, it says, oh, I feel like you're bullying me. Bullying you? I'm coming to you as a brother. A wife was there, could hear the conversation. But never raised my voice. Spoke calmly, spoke peaceably. I said, can I hire the building? Can I pay you? No. Then she says to me, when I said to her that the reason why I was cancelled because of my prosperity. She says of this wise indigenous woman, oh, that's rather simplistic. And here's my response. That sounds like a white woman with a building still trying to control the indigenous. And then she has your destiny to tell me, and I quote, when I said there's a lot of brokenness in Alice Springs. Oh, no. I don't see our community is broken. What? You don't see the kids running down the street with a machete? I'm listening to your preaching. None of them would want to walk in. What about the rapes? What about the children? What about the alcoholism? You have become addicted to woke, addicted to a voice, but you won't allow anyone else with a different voice up there. Memorial Flynn or Flynn Memorial Uniting Church. And, and firstly, what am I going to do? I'm paying my own ticket. I'm paying my own hotel. I'm paying for someone to travel with me to, so that we can go out there and do some, some, a bit of research to help out. I'm not asked for a cent. Thank you to all our supporters out there. You've helped us come true. I'm helping another brother build a, an outdoor stage so he can preach the gospel over there. And the same brother said to me, this is the problem with the Alice. The Labor Party's control even of the church has destroyed Alice. If I was a rainbow person, they'd be swinging their doors open. So you're telling me there's no brokenness out there? None. No brokenness in Alice Springs. And then, of course, I start beating their chest. We've been here 14 years and, you know, we're not, we don't look for people that blow in, blow out. I said, I'm not a blow in, blow out guy. I'm working with one of your local leaders and putting on a free breakfast on the Thursday, which I'm paying, which you guys, you and I are paying for, for leaders to come and dialogue and share and discuss. But, of course, here's the problem. If, if, it, if it's not some controlling leader's idea, they don't want it, especially if it comes from an Indigenous person who want their freedom, who want to be free of the shackles of handouts and tyranny and control. 
I, 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 I couldn't believe it. Telling me that there's no brokenness in Alice. What, what planet parish are you living on? Now here's what, and I rang, and again, I'll appeal right now. God is looking for a door, an open church door in Alice Springs. I'm going up whether I get one or not. I'm coming. And to the leaders and pastors out there, you've got a group of young people looking for all the right answers in all the wrong places. And yet your churches are locked to people like me. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're not reaching the kids on the street. You're not reaching, you're not doing it. You're not reaching in, in, in those broken communities where children are raped, tortured. They don't want to go home. They're scared. And if you were reaching them, you would welcome people like me because I'm coming to link arms with you, not argue with you, Pastor. Not fight with you over a building that doesn't belong to you, nor to the Uniting Church or any other one, any other denomination, Baptist, ACC or Catholic. Those buildings don't belong to you. They belong to God. But sadly, God has left the building. God has left the building. Because people like me come in and want to help them be free, free of the shackles of control, free of the financial shackles. And by the way, I wasn't going up there to do a prosperity message or a business message or collect databases. I was going up there to bring healing and hope and to be honest with you, to see whether I could set up a long-term Indigenous school to help Indigenous young men and women in leadership long-term, paid for by myself, not a government. The leaders of Alice Springs don't want help. I've got my own ex-denomination. I'll leave that alone. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. You're letting theology get in the way? God's spirit, listen, I'll tell you something. If you don't allow God's spirit to land somewhere, he'll jump over you and move somewhere else as he is. And when an Indigenous leader, who, by the way, was recommended to me by two or three other Indigenous leaders, of, by the way, who have been in discussions for months and on some of their Zoom prayer meetings, invites an ethnic brother. Look at my skin. Have a good look. And the blindness to say to me that there's no brokenness in Alice Springs and then to call this leader simplistic, and then she did the massivest backpedal in the history I've ever seen. Well, I'm still going to Alice Springs. You want the devil, I'm coming, and I'm bringing heaven with me. And I tell you what, I'll preach on the street if I have to. I, I cannot believe this. Why would you not allow a building that was dedicated to the glory of God? Because you don't know me. Paul was introduced to the body of Christ 
Timothy, Anesimus, need I go on and on? It's because they're not churches anymore. And by the way, here's the other thing she says. She answers to higher powers, obviously not God, to committees, to denominations. But you reckon the Uniting Church this morning had a national meeting in the Uniting Church and said, oh, my gosh, Pat Mercedes coming out of Springs. You better not have them in your building. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they're scared revival will break out. Maybe that's exactly what they're scared of. Do you know what? Maybe that is exactly what they're scared of. That a genuine revival can start among the indigenous community. And let me say this again. When I read my Bible, God says from every nation, tribe and language, he never once mentions skin colour. The answer up in Alice Springs and in all of Australia is God. But they've become addicted to the millions and the millions and the millions that the elites, elites, you're worried about my prosperity message? Have you seen what the Indigenous minister wears to Parliament? Unbelievable. But we're still going Alice. If you know any leaders in Alice Springs, I'm hosting a breakfast on Saturday morning at a cafe, which I will only disclose to those who are leaders in the community, or if you know of a leader, inbox me. I'm happy to call them. If any of the pastors up there from Alice Springs or any of you around the country are watching this and you know pastors up there, I just want to go on dialogue. Believe me, I don't need a meeting. And believe me, I'm not looking for whatever they think I'm trying to find up there, offerings or whatever, or love up, please, please. It's cost us thousands to do what we do. Thousands. Prayer and pushback, everything else. But we do it because we're trying to save a nation. And God's spirit is moving. Now, if you, if you all could help me, please. I need your help. If I could get a little building, I don't care where it is, on a Thursday night. We want to start at 6 o'clock, make it safe for people. If we don't, no problem. I'll just go on the street. I don't care. Thursday morning there will be a breakfast meeting. If you know of any leaders or pastors, please make And please don't tell me Jacinta Price. On it. She, she's not up there right now. She's serving good people in Canberra. At least I don't think she's up there at the moment. I don't know. But we'll be up there. If you know of anyone, any leaders, any pastors up there, let me know. Obviously the... Flynn Memorial Uniting Church and the Reverend Hayes doesn't want a sermon. That's okay. The Bible says, wipe the dust off your feet and move on. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. But I just wanted you to know what we're dealing with here in this country. I want you to know how addictive. One of the major leaders up there said to me this afternoon, the Labor Party and the Liberal Party, but majority of the Labor Party, what they're doing now, has enslaved the Indigenous people to a culture of handout. That won't work. Anyway, I thought I'd just come out and let you know that uh, what's been happening in my world. We uh, go up to Alice on Wednesday uh, for three, four days, and um, 
appreciate all your support. I was very tearful this afternoon. I was very angry. I cooled down, went and had a little nana nap. But I want you to know this is what we're dealing with here. And when a church, see, let me just say this and I'll close. In the book of Revelation, Jesus is standing at the door of the church of Laodicea and he's knocking on the door. Number one, why is Jesus outside his own house? Number two, who locked him out? Number three, he's got the keys of death and hell, but he hasn't got a keys to a church. And you know when I read the book of Revelation, who it is that God says is, He wrote that book to the leadership of those seven churches. Why is Jesus outside the door of his church? Who locked him out? I guess you've got a a good idea who locked him out, and it's not the devil. And he hasn't even got a key to get in. Have a think about that. I want to leave you those thoughts. Appreciate your thoughts. Appreciate your comments. Please keep them respectful. Please keep them above board. Could you please share this message? Any leaders out there, if you could help us, we're going up there and then we're going again in a few months' time and I'll keep going up there until we get a spiritual win in Alice Springs. God bless everybody.